Y'all, I'm going to be so real with you right now. This is the third time I'm recording this because the other two times that I went to do this, I would get like 10 minutes in. I was like, this is just not coming off right. I was like, I can't even like get my thoughts straight. I don't know what's going on. Like, Lord, what the heck? Because last night when I was prepping, I was like, oh my gosh, because the Lord gave me this like crazy revelation. I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, that's so good. This is it so good and then I go to do it and oh my gosh I've just been like literally what the heck can't even get my thoughts straight what is going on so I paused it and I was like I'm scrapping all that I was like Lord what the heck is happening here and I got a little convicted because he's like you're not being real and I was like oh my gosh okay you're so right like Michaela this would be a whole lot easier if you would just be open about this instead of hiding it and I was like okay fine so this is my third time recording this hopefully the last time and I'm just gonna be so real and so honest because from the beginning when I started this podcast I said that I wanted to talk about the things that people were too nervous to talk about or it was too uncomfortable for them to talk about because then I think that people don't get seen and the feelings that they're feeling because nobody's talking about them because it's like taboo to talk about so we're gonna go there today and we're gonna talk about it okay Okay, so first of all, thank you so much for clicking onto episode six and just choosing to spend the next couple of minutes with me. You could have chosen to do anything else with your time, but you said, no, I want to listen to that girl for a little bit. And you are a true friend. Thank you so much for your support. It seriously does mean so much to me. All of you who like come up to me are like, oh my gosh, like Michaela listened to your podcast and like you talked to me about it. I'm so grateful. Even for those of you who are like, hey, I just listened to it good job and that was it like thank you for that as well that seriously means the world to me so thank you all so much for your support thank you so much so let's get into today so today I told you I'm gonna be so real with you and so honest with you and I'm actually really excited to talk about this this is something that I've walked through for a little bit and the Lord has really changed my mind on it and just given me new perspectives and broken down walls for me and areas of confusion and I just want to share those things So that's what we're going to do today. So today we are talking about dreams and desires, but specifically laying them down. So I am definitely a big dreamer. And up until like probably last year, I kind of thought that everybody was like that or was that intense about it as I was. But like I will find things specifically like I can it's really easy for me to go there with like vacations and like or travel it's just really easy for me to be like oh my gosh that's insane like I have to go there I have to experience that like how do I make that happen and I will like dream about it and like be thinking about it and play my life around like how I could do that like it's so easy for my mind to just like go there so travel is like one for me so yeah I am definitely a dreamer and I realized like last year that not everybody's mind works like mine in that aspect but regardless of the severity of it um or the or how passionate I am about it we do also have dreams and desires all of us do so this is gonna be super relatable because we have all wanted and desired something in our lives so the really cool thing about desires is that they can be totally different for everybody. So your desire might be to have a family or have this career or your desire is to own a farm or your desire is to be in a relationship or your desire is to live 
a single girl life who doesn't need no man like that could be yours the thing is what I'm trying to say is that all of us have different desires and desires themselves are not inherently bad they're not um they could actually be from God and there's this verse in Psalms 37 verse 4 and it says delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart and I actually want to dwell on this verse for a little bit because when I first read that verse a few years ago, I was like, oh my gosh, this is how I was reading it. Delight in the Lord and he'll give you everything you want. Everything you've been like dreaming about and wanting and desiring. Look, go ahead and you put on a list and he's going to make it all come true for you. And I was like, wow, what a deal. Like that is a great deal. But I realized that that's not actually what this verse is talking about. And it's saying that like delight in the Lord, like get to know him, make him the utmost delight of your life. And he's going to start to tell your heart what it actually desires. And I think that's beautiful. And it's not out of a place of, well, I wanted one thing, but he's going to tell me what I actually want. And it's it's going to be like his will over mine. And not in like that way. Like he wants to take anything from you. But the cool thing is that he knows your desires more than you do. And he knows your needs more than you do. So you might think your desire is you want to be in a relationship. But really what he knows that you desire is to be known and seen. So he might not give you a relationship with a significant other first. He might do that in a different way. He might do that through community or through a parent. But that's what this verse is talking about when it's saying he will tell your heart what it desires. So anyway, just needed to clear that up. But the thing about desires is that it can be really hard to differentiate between your desires and the desires that God put on your heart. And some of them are black and white. It can be super easy for you to realize like, oh, that's definitely from me or, oh, that's definitely from God because I've never thought about that before. But sometimes it's not black and white and sometimes it's gray and you're like, I don't know, like, is this me and is this like a fleshly desire or is this something that God has put on my heart? And that can get really tricky. But when it comes to that, it's so important to be in the word. Like if that's you and you're wondering, like you're trying to differentiate if this is from you or this is from him then go back to what he said before. Like you need to go back to that and read through. What has he promised to people before? What has he fulfilled before? Like go back to that because you might be able to get your answer there and be like, oh yeah, I have a desire to lead and he's put leadership in people before. Like I've seen that in the Bible time and time again. And again, sometimes you might not find your answer there. And again, it might be even more gray And you could ask him, you could be like, Lord, get rid of any fleshly desire. And he will, like, he's going to stand in agreement with that. But I just want to acknowledge that sometimes like it is really hard to tell the difference because I think the church sometimes can preach this message that like, well, you're going to know what's from you and what's from him. And if you're not doing like what's from him, like it's like the shame message. But like, let's be real. Like sometimes it's not that easy. It's sometimes it's not that easy and you're really going to wrestle with yourself and be like, I don't know, like, Lord, is this wrong for me to like want this and desire this? And this is where I need to be so real with y'all because I could keep talking to you about what I've learned, but if I don't give you the object of how I've learned it, it's not really going to stick and you're going to be pretty confused. So for me, specifically a few years ago, I felt like I started to have this desire in my heart for a relationship which like growing up that was never really something that I had like focused on I just like 
was focused on other things. Like, it didn't really matter to me. I was like, sure. I'm sure one point in my life, like, I'll get married, whatever. But, like, it was not really something I was thinking about. And then a few years ago, I, like, started to think about it more. And, I mean, that could be several reasons. One, yes, I was growing up. But, two, also we live in a society that bases its worth on if you're in a relationship or not. That was obviously an influence. And then being on social media and seeing other people and seeing people portray their life as perfect and happy because they're in a relationship. And it's really easy to look at that and be like, well, that's why. Which, let me just spoil it for you now. That's like not true. Your life doesn't just magically get better and like every problem goes away by being in a relationship. Like that's just like not true. But anyway, I really had to take that to the Lord and I was like, is this me or is this you? And marriage is biblical. We know that. It's not like uncommon. But the problem was that what was started as a desire turned into a distraction. And that's how I knew it got out of control. And I had to do a heart check. And there's this verse in Luke 12, 34. And it says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So I'm doing this heart check. And I'm realizing like, I'm treasuring the object of my desire more than I'm treasuring the provider of that desire and that's that's tough that is that's a tough one because I'm like Lord like you put this on my heart but like now it's become a distraction so now I have to lay it down because this isn't just you and me anymore I'm like looking for this and be like oh is it going to be here oh is it going to be if I move to this place oh is it going to be if I go here oh is it this one is it that one and then I'm like fixated on this desire and I don't want God to just be I don't want him to be the distraction from my desires like oh I need to distract myself with God so I'm not so focused on my desires I want him to be the focus and what I'm fixated on and then desires to be like there but not blinding and distracting so I realized that I need to hand this back to God be like Lord I know that you put this on my heart but like I need to lay it down because I've taken it and I've created this scenario in my mind and then hyper fixated on it. And now this is like, this has gotten out of control. Like this is all I'm focusing on. And that's hard when you're laying something down because you can't see what you're going to be picking up when you're laying something down. And when you lay something down, you don't always pick up something else immediately after. Sometimes you're going to lay something down and you're going to be empty handed for a little bit. So I'm like, well, Lord, if I'm laying down this desire, does that mean that like, I'm never going to get that back. And then like, I'm never going to have that. And I'm going to like miss out on that. It's so easy for my mind to go there. That's when I have to have confidence that my God is so good to me. And he's not going to dangle something in front of my face and be like, oh, wouldn't it be nice for you? Like if you had that or like if that was yours. Oh, well, too bad. That's that's not for you. Like that's just not his character. He's not going to dangle something in front of my face and then rip it out and be like, mm, actually, no, that's not that's not for you. So when I'm laying something down to him, it's so he can purify it and refine it, not rip it away from me. But that honestly, like it conflicts with our feelings. Me having confidence that I'm going to lay something down, but eventually I'm going to be able to pick back up something else that's better. That conflicts with my feelings because we live in a society that we want what we want when we want it. And we want immediate gratification. And we want to be sure like that if we're laying something down, Lord, can you promise me and give me like a return date of when I can come back and like pick that up? Because I want to make sure like you don't forget about me. 
I want to make sure that I am gonna I'm gonna get that back because I'm not gonna get that back then um, I'm actually not gonna lay that down so okay so we're talking about desires that's not something you can tangibly like physically lay down so what does that actually look like that looks like not dwelling on it in your mind and it is that is so much easier said than done like believe me I literally just told you like I am a dreamer like it is so easy for me to take things and create these awesome beautiful stories in my mind and to go there and picture what it could be and what it might look like and as I was like laying this down and taking it to the Lord he gave me this revelation he's like you keep thinking about it because that's your way of holding on to it you haven't truly handed the desire over to me and he was like why do you not trust me and I was like oh snap oh my gosh, I was like thinking about this and I'm praying about this. I'm like, no, 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 like I trust you. I realize that that really is what I'm saying. If I'm not willing to lay that down, then what I'm saying is, God, I don't really trust you to hold it on, hold on to it for me. And if I'm being honest with you, it's because I'm scared to hand it over because if I hand it over, I'll lose control completely. Almost like my hope and like my shot at this of having this one day, it's going to be gone. And that is such a dumb paradox because I think I think if I hold on to it in my mind, then it'll actually turn into something. But the paradox is that even if I'm thinking about it all the time, that doesn't mean it's actually going to manifest. Like just because I'm thinking about something and constantly dwelling on it does not mean that that thing is physically going to make itself happen. So yeah, because me thinking about it and thinking about it, that's not doing anything, but it's actually tormenting me because I'm like, thinking then I'm missing out on something. And really, it's nothing that's been promised to me, but my mind went there. My mind already decided that this is what I wanted this to look like. And this is how it could happen. So I'm like, Lord, why isn't this happening? Like, I'm missing out on something. So by me not handing that over, I'm like actually tormenting myself. And that's not fun. That's not fun. So flash forward last night, I'm like thinking about this and I'm like praying about this. And there's a song. I think the song is called Fill Me Up. And I think Tasha Cobb sings it. I'm not really sure if that's like where the song originated from. I'm not 100% sure. But that's what I think it is. But there's a line in the song and it says, you provide the fire and I'll provide the sacrifice. And that's talking about back in the Old Testament um, when the Israelites had to sacrifice these animals. Yeah. So these animals were the sacrifice and they would put it on the altar and God would like rain down the fire for it. So, but it was never really up to them to provide the fire. It was up to them to provide the sacrifice. So I'm thinking about, okay, if I'm laying something down, then I'm sacrificing it. And the really cool thing about this, so if I'm sacrificing something, I'm saying, okay, well, I'm Lord, this is what I'm sacrificing. So you bring the fire. Well, the really cool thing about fire is that it purifies if it's used correctly. So fire, I mean, obviously we've seen like what the power of fire can do it has the power to completely destroy and demolish things but a refiner's fire actually purifies and it's so cool this is literally so so cool stay with me on this so when you're thinking about like silver and gold like these metals intense heat actually has the ability to purify silver and gold so when people are mining like silver and gold yeah it doesn't come out first as this like beautiful metal it has to go through this intense heat process and in that process that intense heat it brings the impurities to the top oh my gosh this is literally so cool so 
It brings all the impurities of this metal to the top where it can be skimmed off and removed. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, that's what a refiner's fire does. Because again, fire has the power to purify or demolish. But the difference is that a refiner knows how to work with the fire. It knows how to use it in a context where it's not completely demolishing this metal, but it's actually purifying it. And that's why we have to lay down our desires to a refiner who can take off the impurities and make our hearts pure. So, okay, so in this process where the metal is going through this purifying process, it brings up, like I said, all the impurities to the top. And they call that stuff dross, D-R-O-S-S. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right, dross, okay? So all this stuff comes up to the top. And silver is actually worth more when the dross is removed after it goes through the fire. And I was looking this up and I was like studying about this process because I was like, oh my gosh, like this is such an accurate picture of what it looks like to sacrifice something and for him to purify it. And this website says the dross must be removed for the silver to be used properly. And I was like, okay, all right, that's it. Is that not so good? It's not, silver does not have its worth until all these impurities are burned off in the fire. And I think the paradox is just because you have to lay something down doesn't mean you have to settle for something less. Like when we're laying, when these people are laying the silver down and it's getting purified, it's actually worth more. Is that like, are y'all with me? Like, is that not the craziest thing? Like that is such a beautiful picture. So I'm like, wow, Lord, when you put it like that, it's honestly my privilege to sacrifice it and put it on the altar. Because when you're done with it, it's going to be worth more than what it was worth before. And it's going to be clearer. And it's not going to have all this like dirt on it and things that are clouding its its quality. It's going to be clearer and it's going to have more purpose and more value because of what the refiner did with it. I'm I'm just honestly so grateful that like I have access to a refiner who when I put things in his hand, he doesn't hand them back to me and with pieces missing, but he actually hands them back to me looking better than they were when I gave them to him. I'm like, I don't even deserve that. Like I what what did I do? Like literally what did I do? Like nothing. I didn't do anything to deserve that. But like, that's just the goodness of God that he like wants to give you things. And even when you mess up and you take them and get them out of control and they become distractions, he's like, okay, 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 come back and lay it down because I'm going to give it back to you and I'm going to give it back to you so it's better. And I'm going to give it back to you where you can handle it and manage it. And I'm going to give it back to you and you're not going to have to settle for something less. So yes, even though you're you're going to have to be empty-handed for a little bit while I take it and I refine it. Like you can pr- you can trust that your God is going to give it back to you better than the condition it was when you laid it down to him. So my question for you is what do you have to lay down? What do you have to sacrifice? And it's not going to be easy to lay that down and to get it out of your control because you might not be able to be there for the refining process. You might not be able to see what he's doing with it until he hands it back to you. So what do you need to lay down? For me, it was this desire for a relationship. And let me say this. It's not that I, oh, well, now I don't want that anymore. It's that now that's not consuming me. 
And like, yeah, it's still there. And like one day I'd love to have that, but I want it in his context. And I want that desire purified because if that desire is cloudy for me and steering me astray, I'm going to settle for anything that comes my way. But I don't want that. I want something that's only going to reflect him. So Lord, you could have it. Like you could take this desire because when you give it back to me, I want this desire to look different. For me, what I thought I wanted was the relationship. When I handed that over and I like sacrificed that to him, really, he showed me that the desire is not just a relationship because my desire is just solely a relationship. I'll settle for anything that comes my way. But the desire, when it came back to me purified, showed me that no, I don't just want a relationship, but I want all these qualities that I'm, I have all these qualities that I'm looking for. I'm not just going to settle for anybody for the sake of being in a relationship. No, I want a relationship that's going to reflect him. And I want to be in a relationship where I'm not going to have to settle or lack any good thing, but like, I want something that's different and that somebody can look at that and be like, Oh no, no, that was, that was the Lord. Like he orchestrated that. So for me, what I thought, what I wanted when I wanted it was this relationship. So I was looking for it wherever. That's what I was like, Oh, well maybe it'll be here. Or maybe if I go here or maybe this is him or is that him? And that's what I was looking for. Instead of just keeping my eyes on him And letting that come to me. And again, like, I don't want to say that and make it sound like it's easy because it's not. And it's not. And especially when you see that happening for other people. So, yeah, that might be a desire for me. Your desire might be this job. And it's hard to see when somebody else is getting that role. But I would say lay that down because maybe what you want isn't actually that job. Maybe what you want is validation. Maybe what you want is to be seen. Maybe what you want is actually to be challenged. And you might think that that's coming from this job or this opportunity or this plan you had for your life, but take it to the one who knows your desires more than you because the root might be something different than you actually thought it would be. And real quick, I know I'm, I'm going to wrap up here soon. The really important thing about when you acknowledge that your desire has not just stayed as a desire, but it's actually turned into a distraction. It's really important to lay that down because if you don't, it's going to lead to disappointment because now you're fixated on something and if you don't have that and you don't receive that when you planned it out in your mind like you thought you were going to get that, you're going to be disappointed. And that's what happened for me. And I told you guys that in like the first episode I talked about disappointment. But that's what happened for me. I got really disappointed. And I was like, Lord, what the heck? I feel like you put this on my heart. And now you're like withholding that from me. And I became disappointed because all I was looking for was that thing. And I was seeing him as, oh my God, who is going to give me the desires that he put on my heart? Like he's going to make those come to pass. So when he wasn't doing that, I was like, well, what the heck? You, you're not doing like what you said you were going to be doing. And you told me like that you weren't going to dangle something in front of my face just to rip it out and be like, no, that's not for you. But I'm like, what the heck? Like you put this on my heart and now it's something I'm excited about. and I'm looking forward to. And I just feel like disappointed after I just feel like I'm walking through disappointment after disappointment. That's when we start to look at our relationship with God as transactional as what he can do for us and give to us. And for me, that's not what I want our relationship to be, to be about. I don't want any of my relationships to be like that. So as hard as that was for me, I had to lay that down. Be like, Laura, I don't know why you put this on my heart for it not to happen, but I've got to give it back because at this point, it's just hurting me more than I am excited about it. So I laid it down and he was able to purify that. And I'm not saying that as like a yay me, like, isn't that so awesome? I'm saying that like, 
that's not just for me. Like, he's not just my refiner, but he is refiner. Like, that's who he is. So now that you know that that is who he is, let that let him be that for you. Like, that's who he is. That's who he wants to show up for you as is your refiner. So lay it down. And that's not easy. And desires are so strong. Like, I don't want to paint it out to be, like, this little thing that, like, we don't think about, like, it, it goes then with our feelings and it can be so hard to lay those things down because they truly do become like driving factors in our life and they become the reasons behind behind why we do what we do. So I'm not saying it, I'm not trying to excuse it as it's like little thing and like, oh, you just have to lay that down. Like, no, it is hard. Like it is hard and that is heavy to take it and carry it and lay it down. But I'm telling you, you have to because if it's heavy for you to take that and lay it down, how much heavier is that going to be if you keep it weighing on your heart? So you have to, you have to lay it down. And that is not easy. It's not easy, but I'm telling you, it's so rewarding because he's going to give it back to you even better in even better shape. Like I'm telling you, that's what he has for you. Okay. I hope that was encouraging. I hope that that made you feel seen and not alone and feeling the way you do and not feeling crazy for wanting and desiring things that you feel like it might be wrong for you to desire like no just like for me like that desire like I know that that's from God I know that that's not from me but I know that it is in my nature to take that and run with it and turn it into something that he never intended that to be so I hope you're encouraged I hope you learned something new even if it's just about silver cool now you know a new word dross look it up d-r-o-s-s but yeah I think that's all I really have for today. If there is something that you want to be talked about and you feel like people don't bring it up enough or people shy away from it, please leave it for me. I'm going to put up a little Q&A under this podcast. Drop it there, please, because I would love to address it and I would love to talk about it. Okay? Okay, so that's all I have for you today. As y'all know, I love you so, so much, and I will see you next Monday. Bye.